0: Uh What's up up, guys, Uh you're listening to the MF CEO Project I'm Andy, I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO Guys, if this is your first time listening, welcome Um, This is part two of a two-part podcast Based upon what to do when you don't know what to do So we're going to skip the small talk We're going to get right into it Um, If you haven't listened to the first part of this two-part podcast, you need to go back and listen to that. Otherwise, this is going to make no sense. I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn Kohler. What's up, dude? What's up? I'm ready to get at it. Yeah, me too. Um, This is going to be an extremely important message for you guys who are in this situation. We get a ton of questions a week, uh, and a lot of them are the same. And I would say the most popular one is man, hey, I want to be successful, but I don't know where I should start or what I should do. I mean, do you agree? That's probably the most popular one.
1: We get that question all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys, when you're wanting success, um, you have to realize that it's... A lot of people, let me put it this way, a lot of people are in love with the idea of success. The house, the car, the bank account, the freedom, the power, the popularity, blah, 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 blah. Those are byproducts of the work, okay? So when you're falling in love with the prize or with the... Um, the the prizes, the rewards, whatever you want to call them of the work, the, the, the side effects, the outcomes of yourself, you have to realize that that's something that comes with solving problems. It comes with finding solutions. It comes with innovating. It comes with, uh, you know, offering value. It's not success that you, that you need to be focusing on. It's the process of, solving problems and the other things that I just mentioned. So many of you guys get get excited when you see a nice car and get excited when you see a big house. And I understand that because I do too. But you have to understand and separate and realize that those rewards are the product of you being good at the process. All right. So many people miss that point. So I wanted to hit that before we get right back into where we were. Last time we left off, um, we start changing the way you think. And we talked a little bit about the law of attraction. Uh, we got into some books. You're going to have to go back and listen cause I'm not going to hit it back. The next point that we want to talk about is figuring out your core values. Okay. Um, This is a huge one because our values as humans are going to always drive what we end up wanting to do in our lives, okay? It's also huge because knowing our core values will help us make decisions about which direction to go in life at any given certain point. And if you know your core values really well, You may be presented with a great opportunity, but know that it's not a great opportunity for you. For example, a lot of you guys, you know, you chase money. You see things that are financially rewarding and you say, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Even though you might hate the process, okay? The process might be like the worst possible thing for you, but you're like, I'm gonna do it because it pays well. Eventually, guys, that's gonna wear you out. It's gonna beat you up. It's gonna punch you in the face a million times. And you're not gonna be able to do it with that mindset. I'm sorry. I don't know one once I know a lot of millionaires and I know a few billionaires. Not one of them does something that they don't like. Not one of them does something that is not aligned with the core values of who they are as a person. You know, I think a lot of us don't have a vision for our lives because we don't have our values figured out. Guys, my first 10 years in business, I had no idea what the fuck core values even were. I really didn't. Um, I, And, and I'm, I'll bet more than half of you right now don't know what they are. Okay? And <clears throat> defining them is an extremely crucial point of of progressing because putting in the work to decide what you are, what you're about, what you're willing to do and what you believe in is ultimately gonna define and, and and direct your actions
1: towards success. Right, so this is one of those moments where straddling in that line between being a success podcast and being a business podcast uh, might create some confusion. So when you tell people to, to, to determine your core values, are you saying, for you as a person, what guides you, what you know what's your what are the points on your moral compass? or are you talking more about your business? I, well, I think they're the same. I think that those two things
0: are the same because if your core values don't align with the core values you set up for your business or uh, the career path that you're gonna choose, you're never gonna be able to do it with the full heart, with with all your heart, all your momentum, all your power, all your energy, which is what it takes to be successful. Basically, if you don't fucking believe in it with everything you have, you're not going to get to that point where those rewards that you are you know, dreaming about right now are going to materialize. You understand what I'm yeah, saying?
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. So, so with another <clears> way of saying this. Like we- you can't
0: have core values of like say, hey, I'm an honest guy. Hey, I, I, I'm a man of integrity. Uh, you know, I go the extra mile and then go out and sell uh, a bullshit get rich quick scheme to people who are. Uh, you know, hungry for that message, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. My core values are those things. And a lot of other things, which is why I don't go out there and do, you know, how easy it'd be for me to fucking take pictures of my cars, dude, I got 11 exotic cars right now. I could fucking do a video, fucking go through my garage and be like, yeah, guys, all it takes is for you to buy my program. And you know what? You'll be successful too. You'll be on the road, blah, blah, blah. And then I could go pay somebody to tell a bullshit story of, you know, yeah, I followed Andy's principles and now I'm a millionaire. Dude, I'd probably make fucking 500 grand a month selling the program. Easily. 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 But I don't do that because it's not aligned with my core values of doing the right things right
1: yeah and you also have a lot of clarity in the decisions you make on a day-to-day basis so so a question that i have would another way of saying this would be you can't know what to do if you do not know who you are and what you stand for is that another way of putting it
0: i think that's a great place to start you know for for me personally i went through 9 years of business before i ever even understood what core values were um, during that time i made no money the most money I made during that first nine years was $695 a month. Once I identified my core, va- core values that and understood that I was there to serve people, I was there to do the right thing, I was there for the long haul, and since I'm here for the long haul, I understand that doing the right thing now is what ultimately pays later. Mm-hmm.
1: The rest is history, mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. nine years in, I made $695 a month.
1: Right. That's kind of crazy. It, no, nobody would have gotten to that. Very few people would have gotten to that right. point. Yeah.
0: I was trying to make money. Right. I wasn't trying to serve people. Once I switched in my mind the the mentality of trying to produce money or make money or be a fucking baller, mm-hmm. you know, into I'm trying to help people solve a problem, I'm trying to solve their problem, I'm trying to make them have such a great experience that they tell everybody, dude, that's when shit started happening.
1: Right, right. Okay, so in practical terms, Share with me or share with everybody a, a couple of the key core values that drive you and your company. And then just walk through, I mean, how did you even arrive at those? Well,
0: they're base, it's basic things, okay? Um, like be disciplined, right? You know what you have to do on a day, day-to-day basis. And you have to be disciplined to do those things with 100% enthusiasm, which is another core value, be enthusiastic. Even when you don't feel like doing it. Okay, it's real easy to come to work when you feel good and kick ass. It's a totally different thing to come to work and kick ass when you feel like shit, or you don't you're tired of talking to people or you're you're irritated with people or your girlfriend's mad at you or your wife's mad at you or you know something bad has happened in your family. Those are the days that make the difference, right? Because mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. could do good when they feel like doing good. Right. So like be disciplined, be enthusiastic about it, even when you don't feel like it. Take initiative, don't wait around for somebody to uh, give you permission to do things. If you see something that needs to be done, there's value in that. If you're an employee of a company and nobody told you to go do, uh, go sweep the warehouse floor and make it spot perfect, but you do it on your own without being told, you, you have to realize that there's value in that and that value will eventually be recognized. And that can go for any task that needs to happen. You know, cleaning the back, little things make a big difference in my, like dude, I'm the CEO of our company, all right? Little things make the biggest difference, and I'm giving you my perspective. When I see somebody who takes care of the little little details that everybody else passes on, Dude, that impresses me. Mm-hmm. It's not like the guy who necessarily goes out, and this is valuable too, goes out and finds a way to make the company money. It doesn't have to be these big things. What impresses me is the person who takes the initiative to do the little things, because I know if they do the fucking little things perfect, guess what? They're going to do the big things perfect. So taking initiative. Going the extra mile would be something that goes along with that. You know, making sure that every single time you have an opportunity to talk to a customer, you're not only just serving them with... with uh, with a, uh, you know, with what they expect. You're doing something every single time to go above and beyond that and figuring out, you know, these are all, there's a, I mean, dude, we have 12 core values that we live by and that's a whole different podcast, but Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing out some examples, right? Um, Stay humble, all right? You know, you know why you have to be humble? Because the minute you're not humble, the minute you think you're good, the minute you think you're better than somebody else, you lose the ability to learn, which is another core value. Always be learning. All these things tie together.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay,
0: so like I, we could do a whole podcast on this, but- And we you know, will. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. Um, but the point is, is that they all tie together and they all form a, a spider web, so to speak, uh, or an interlocking, you know, solid- uh, wall or platform to launch your values of of your of your business and of your uh, your personal character, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if you want your company to be effective, and if you want if you want to be effective, you've got to live by those. You've got to, you've got to not only just like it, it, a lot of people have core values up on their wall, like you know, like in a uh, high school locker room, everybody had a motivational board, right? That nobody ever fucking paid attention to. That's not core values. Core values are defining them, talking about them, communicating in those terms. For example, if I correct an employee who uh, just did the minimum with a customer and said, hey, bro, you know, you didn't go the extra mile on that at all. You didn't make an effort to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's how you correct your employees. That's how you correct yourself. You have to speak in those terms. And so it's a whole, this is a whole different lesson. But the point is, is if you don't know what the fuck you stand for, you stand for nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's it.
1: So be Captain Obvious for a little bit here and flesh it out. I mean, just... Spell it out for people who are having a difficulty. So they, some guy comes to you and says, okay, Andy, I can say with a clear conscience, I have an incredible work ethic, all right? I literally don't know what to do with my life, so tell me how having these core values is gonna give me the next step.
0: Because you're gonna be able to identify things that will potentially be the wrong path, Okay. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes, yes. All right. So you're going to be able to, eat. a lot of guys go down a million paths because they don't know which way to go. Well, what if you have a filter that's going to help you delineate and decide and filter out which ones are going to be the wrong ones? Gotcha. This is what that serves. Process as. of elimination. Exactly. So let's say you have 100 paths and 70 of them are wrong and you define who you are, what you are, what you stand for, and you you make a decision based around those values You're going to be able to identify the seven. So now you only got thirty to look at. Mm -hmm. You get what I
1: mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That I I mean, even that was even a little bit unclear in my mind. But I'm so I'm glad I asked that. So that makes a lot of sense. So you ready to go to the next one? Yeah. What is it? All right. Do something to better yourself every day, both practically and I I know the word morally is kind of a got some baggage as a word, but I'm talking about developing your skills and developing your character.
0: Right. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, greatness is success. It doesn't, it doesn't start with what you do. It starts with who you are, you know, simple things, man, like helping somebody every day, you know, you, you you helping someone could be the catalyst for figuring out what it is you're supposed to do. You know, holding the door open for a lady that's got her hands full, mm-hmm. uh, putting the shopping carts away at the grocery store, even though you're not the one that left them out. You know what I mean? Everybody right. today is in this, um, it's not my fucking fault. Well, you know what? once you recognize the problem is there and this is good, this goes back to living by your core values, right? Mm-hmm. Once you recognize the problem was there and you didn't do anything about it, whose fucking fault is it? It's yours. It's yours. Yeah. So, and that's accepting responsibility, which is another core value. But the point is, is that, you know, doing things that, that feel good with no reward or no expectation of reward are good for you. They're good for your character. They're good for your karma, which I'm a huge believer in. Right. Um, and they're good for the development of I mean, if you want if you want to break it down to a pure business sense, it makes you fucking look good to other people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> other people mm-hmm.
0: recognize it, right? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. there's all these things that that you, there's nothing bad that could come with that, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. so um, you know, you could talk about the 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 good reasons for your heart. You can also talk about the reasons that would be considered more selfish. Like I just said, everybody sees you do it, so they think you're good. What fucking difference does it make? You're, you're doing it, it's good shit.
1: Right. Right? Yeah, right. Um, I, I wish I had the specifics of this story because I know that this has happened before and I know that I've talked to wealthy people, very successful people who, who for whom this has happened. But I know I've had people tell me, like, I, in, in the back of my mind, wish I could remember his name, but there was a businessman who told me that he was coming out of a, a grocery store one time and he saw exactly what you're talking about. He saw some kid go out of his way to return the, groceries, the, the grocery star, a cart, which clearly wasn't even his cart. And he was like, I'm gonna go talk to, talk to that kid. Yeah, he was impressed that the kid. Dude, you whatever, never know. He ended up w- hiring him. Yes, and I, and I know that I know you. You've had this, similar situations yes. where you. And that's another reason. You know, like I said, it's the law of pro, ro, reciprocities. Somebody I fully believe experiences. Yes, yeah, somebody experiences you doing something positive, and there's an equal, and opposite reaction.
0: Right, and it may not become. And 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 people argue this because they're stuck in that tit-for-tat mentality, right? Mm -hmm. I did this, so I deserve this. Dude, just eliminate the word deserve from your fucking vocabulary. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve a fucking goddamn thing, all right? You know what you deserve? Nothing. Right. Just give it, get... The the word deserve stops so many good things from happening because people are, they won't do things because they don't think there's a result. They don't think there's a return. They don't think there's a blah, whatever. And people, um, you know, people, they... Become jaded and bitter to doing shit that they really believe in in their heart because it's like, well, what the fuck am I going to get out of it? Well, that's your whole problem. The whole problem is, is that everything is about you. Right. Everything is about what are you going to get? And the minute you could fucking flush that thought process down the toilet and realize that it's not about you, it's about the other person, that's when your
1: life changes. Right. You I, know? Think, I think what people don't get, and you've said this again and again, which is why this is why the word deserve is not even relevant. Is that. There's a law in place. It's a law of the universe. It's like jumping off of a. It's, it's like jumping off of a, of a diving board and saying, "Well, I deserve to fall into the pool." No, if what? you jump, you're gonna fall. Exactly. So, so do the right thing. It's gonna come. Good back. shit's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and
0: I've, I, I can tell you. Every successful person I know personally believes in that, mm-hmm. and they practice it. That's not a fucking accident, man. Right. But you know what the problem is, is average Joe Blow, who doesn't know any fucking millionaires or any billionaires, they don't see that. Right. They see a bunch of other average Joe Blows at home, sitting in their driveway, cracking a fucking bush, talking about how the world fucked them. Right. So that's what they believe. Right. You know what I mean? Dude, I've seen both. I didn't grow up in a fucking wealthy family. I grew up in a fucking regular blue collar entrepreneurial family. All right. Mm -hmm. We weren't wealthy. We weren't poor. My dad worked his fucking balls off to get where he was, and I saw it. And they were all blue. It was electrical contracting. It's all fucking blue collar guys. Mm-hmm. I've heard what they think. You know what they think, dude. The fuck the man. Man fucked me. Fucking world fucked me. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. But it has nothing to do with your thought process, right? Right. <laughs> it's right. just. It's. It's just, dude. You have to expose yourself. We talked about this when uh, Nehemiah was on mm-hmm. Nehemiah Davis. You have to practically and purposely expose yourself to different kinds of people and dude i'm telling you successful people on any level do not think in a negative way like that they think in that everything good they do comes back to them and they put other people first they just do now are there exceptions to that sure let's go to wall street and say see the wall street guy who makes fucking four million dollars a day you know short in stock when everybody else is losing their ass and loves it Yes, there is those people, but the, thats the—that's the picture that media tries to paint on all successful people, and all successful people aren't like that. Right. Most successful people, and I say successful, you know, financially, financially more successful than I would say, you know, ninety-eight percent of the rest of the population. Not the one percent of the one percent billionaire people. I'm talking about people like me. You know what I mean? Uh, People like the dude who owns, you know, five or six franchises of McDonald's or something or whatever. You know, those people didn't get there by being negative or by doing bad things, dude. You just can't do it. Right. You got to think about it like you have to have a team behind you. How the fuck are you going to have a team behind you if you're negative and fuck people and treat people like shit all the time? You can't build a team. Right. You know, so we've talked about where that comes from. But the point of the matter is, is that
1: can I, can I share an example of something? Yeah. So So I think of the guy who early on in his life you know, fell in love with some girl and he got totally screwed over by her. And so as a result, from that point on, he had this really <laughs> negative view toward women and he had this negative way of, of responding to them. And so what happened was it was a self-fulfilled prophecy. And he, he ended up having all of these really bad experiences. And his conclusion are, well, women suck. No. What happened was you got screwed over once. It changed you. It changed the way that you related to people. And so it literally just replicated itself again and again. <laughs> Hundred percent so for the people that say, Oh, well, what about the people that screw you over? Well, right. There are gonna be those people that screw you over, but if that if you allow that to change you, then that's going to become the self fulfilling prophecy that you're gonna to continue to perpetuate that again and again and again. Does that make sense? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the way I that's see it. That's what this, most people for, do. For the They're call, I, Right, exactly. So for, for the they got call called, I,
0: fired by some they got
1: yelled at by some boss and
0: fired somewhere along the line like fucking bosses suck. Right. Work sucks. Right. Well and you wonder why you go to work every day hating your life, hating your job, not making any fucking money. Right. You know, it's like right. it couldn't be you. Right. You know, oh no, there's no way, possibility it could be you. You know, it's you just sit on your ass every night from four o'clock until fucking eleven drinking beer. Couldn't be your fault. Could also be your fault that you're fat as fuck and that you're out of shape either, right? Right. Let, and let's talk about the second part of that. Learn something new every day. You know, that same guy could be reading a book. He could be reading, dude, I read 10 pages of a book no matter what every single day. And I have for 16 years, mm-hmm. all right? Um, that, when was the last time, you know, and I, I've ripped this stat off before on the podcast, you know, most people graduate high school and never read another book again.
1: Right. Ever. Right. Their whole lives. Right. Couldn't
0: That couldn't be the reason why you never made any fucking money. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and they, you, dude, most people just, they, they don't do shit And then they fucking blame every other thing possible on earth as to why they're not fucking, you know, driving a fucking Ferrari or whatever. Whatever it is they wanted to do when they were young before they got punched in the face. The the truth of it is, most people are fucking pussies. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most people are too pussy to stand up and fucking do the work. And instead, it's just easier to fucking blame everybody else. And, you know, which is why, you know. I really can't stand talking to people about anything because all I hear is complaining 99% of the time. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I love that you use the word something. Learn something new every day because, again, I think people get... The, you know paralysis by analysis they're like well, what should i what should i learn Just Andy? Fucking learn just learn anything. something yeah. exercise the capability of getting better at yes. something and learning and dude, adding to learning, your intellectual knowledge learning doesn't have to be reading
0: either i mean right. i i purposely dude like i said there's passive learning there's active learning passive learning is what you would observe from other people like you might be in a situation where you get uh great service at a restaurant and then you're like fuck dude that's a good idea i might be able to pull that and do that in my in my profession so you you didn't mean to learn something but you learned something right see what i'm saying right, absolutely and then yeah. there's active learning which means like i'm dedicating this time to fucking learning mm-hmm. which means i'm going to read 10 pages of this book every single day this month mm-hmm. or whatever your goal is you know what i mean 10 right. pa- you can't read 10 fucking pages in a day
1: right get the fuck out of here right and you start, you start evaluating your time. When you set those kinds of goals, you start evaluating your time and realize, you know, I, I, I can blow through five or ten minutes in my life doing completely worthless things so easily that I might as well set these goals and use this time profitably. Right. Okay, next point. Recast the main role players of your life. You can explain to people what you mean by that. Well you know, you got to think of your life as a
0: movie. You know, who's playing the main roles? Who's your supporting cast? Are they toxic? Do you need to get rid of them? Are they nagging you? Are they bringing you down? Or are they quality? Do you need to get closer to them? Because here's the truth. You're either going to have, you you have a hundred, and this is an analogy, you have a hundred units of energy a day, okay? And you can either use that energy, like you have to think about like gasoline in your car. You've only got 10 gallons, Mm -hmm. okay? You don't have 11, you don't have 12, you have 10 every day. Do you want to spend that ten gallons on dealing with people who are negative, who are going to drain that energy out of your body for no reason, who are going to complain, nag, uh, you know, make your life harder, or do you want to spend your energy with people who are going to uh, contribute to the energy by being positive, by being encouraging, by believing in you, by helping you, by pushing you harder? And sometimes, by the way, pushing you doesn't mean being nice; it means telling you the fucking truth, which is what we're about here. Right? Okay, so you. to understand that your network, it it has everything to do with your success. Now everybody says, Oh, your network is your net worth. Get the fuck out of here with this stupid (laughs) shit. Okay. Here's the truth. If you don't spend your time around people that make you better, you're spending your time around people who are making you worse. There is no in between. Okay. And if there is a, a middle of the road person, you don't have time for that. You have to put yourself in a position and everything that you do, everything that you touch, everything that you consume, everything that you read, everything you learn, everybody you spend your time with, to be successful. Because being successful is not fucking easy. It takes a lot, a lot more than what you guys understand. And if you don't put every single person in your life in a role on purpose, you're you're shortchanging yourself. You don't have an obligation to your cousins. You don't have an obligation to your fucking aunts. You don't have an obligation to your best friend from kindergarten. No. If those people suck your energy, fuck them. Get them out of your life. Because here's the truth. Those people are going to be the same people who are going to nag, 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 nag. And when you make it, they're going to say, oh, I'm so proud of you. Okay? They, they, they're fucking flip-floppers. They're not even really there were really nothing. And so many people get consumed with like, well, that's my, this, or that's my, that, or that's my brother, or that's my mom. What am I supposed to do? It's my mom. Cut her the fuck out. Period. You know, is that a hard reality to fucking say? Yeah, it is. But what do you want? Do you want to be fucking broke and miserable and struggle your whole life? Or do you want to fucking build your shit? Because, dude, at the end of the day, you know what your family is? Your family is you, your significant other, and the future kids that you're going to have, not the people who had you. And, I, and, that, and people are going to get mad that I say that. I have a great relationship with my parents. You know why? Because they don't suck my fucking energy. But I can tell you right now, if they were negative as fuck, I would cut them out.
1: Right. And that's the truth. Right. And people who really understand that understand that you get to a point where you don't have a choice. You don't. You just don't. You don't have a choice. So, here's my question. I mean, there, there are all sorts of websites devoted to helping people find, you know, the one. You know, Match.com, eHarmony, that sort of thing. And people don't think anything about devoting some time finding a romantic interest. What would you be your practical solution or your practical tips for people looking for somebody who's gonna Dude, build them up? Find people that are already doing what you wanna do. Okay. And fucking surround yourself
0: with those people. And a lot of times, guess what? You're not gonna be able to get in close with those people because mm-hmm. they're already like five steps above you. You know, I had guys back in two thousand four or five that I looked up to who were mentors of mine from a distance. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked up to them, I watched them, I, I try I, I try I met with them. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, and the truth of the of the matter is now I'm their mentor. Mm -hmm. I've passed those guys. okay, and those guys wouldn't even take a fucking meeting with me in 2004. But I studied them. I work with them. And now we're friends like we're peers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they're calling me asking me shit. All right. But the thing the the point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, you've got to spend your time concerned with people who are where you want to be or where are on the path of where you want to go. Right, and that's it. And right. I wanted
2: to add something to that because a lot of people look for well, you know looking for love in the wrong places here. But really, if you're trying to be with someone who levels you up or does all this stuff, you have to be the person that you want to be and you know fulfill all of your goals and that kind of thing in order to attract the people that also want to go above and beyond.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. There's and you're no question. are not going to
2: find it at a bar because if they're at a bar, they're not reaching their dreams. There's so. no
0: question. There's, that, that's a whole nother fucking thing. Like, dude, oh, I want this person. I want that person. I want this person. I want that person. Did you see this with girls, especially hot girls? You know, all these fucking hot skanks on the internet showing their ass everywhere. First of all, listen, you're trying, they're all trying to attract some rich dude. Let me tell you something, ladies, rich dudes are a lot smarter than fucking you. Okay and you're you, they didn't get rich and successful by fucking accident. And you posting ass pics and titty pics and all this shit, you might get them to spend one night with you, but you're not going to fucking hook some kind of shark like you think you are. You want to attract some fucking dude who's got his shit together, get your own shit together. It's a great great point. That goes for guys and girls. Right. You know It's
2: one of my biggest pet peeves.
0: <laughs> dude, it's what people people fucking, you know, girl <laughs> This is going to sound like I hate women, but it's the this is the truth. Girls, have, most girls have had dudes trying to like, have sex with them since they hit puberty. They're so used to it and they think that's, they think they're the only girl in the world that has a fucking vagina. You know what I mean? And they try to use that to get ahead in life. That doesn't fucking work. Right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. fucking work. It's only gonna attract the wrong kind of Not only attention. that, you're gonna end up being the cat lady 40 years old, cause you didn't work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever.
1: It. Can we say fifty? Since I'm 50 yeah. forty-two. 50 F- whatever. Years old. They're gonna
0: be. They're gonna be old with a bunch of cobwebs in their vagina and a bunch of cats. That's what they're gonna be. Yep. That's the truth. I can no, vouch I for that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm a
2: girl. I can vouch
0: for that. Well, I'm just saying, like, dude, it's they don't get it, and like, right. it's so many people, and if you're a successful guy or you're trying to, you, you, dude, you go to any club on a fucking Saturday night, you'll see the shit. Mm-hmm. All right, you're gonna see what I'm talking about. You're mm-hmm. gonna see these good look at girls who are all slutted up with like no clothes on. Okay. And then you're going to see dudes dressed in fucking their whole paycheck. All right. Buying fucking bottles on their credit card, financing them through fucking American express or whatever. And they're playing this game with each other. The dudes are trying to look rich. The girls are trying to get the dudes who aren't, even fucking have their shit together. it's mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. it's like a, this ridiculous game that they play. It makes me fucking laugh. It's like who's dumber right It's like dumb yeah. and dumber. Right. You know, it's like right.
2: watching National Geographic whenever the birds are mating. You're yeah. like, this is stupid. And, they both, and everybody thinks they're outsmarting each other. It's yeah. like,
0: dude, what the fuck are you doing? Bro, you just fucking bought a thousand dollar bottle on your fucking credit card. Right. When you, you don't, For even a make, $2 you, bitch. you don't even make a fucking thousand dollars in a fucking week. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? This chick's walking around in her red bottoms that, you know, she had to fucking like, you know, go out and do who knows God what to get. Right. You right. know, it's like what the fuck is right. going on here?
1: And and the key is no amount of money will satisfy that because I I, I was thinking the other day, I heard I heard the story what was like five do you remember hearing the story five or ten years ago with a guy from West Virginia, he won the lottery and literally he he literally spent the whole thing on strippers at a strip club. Like he burned through that money. I don't know how I don't know how you do that. I Because I, it, I, I don't You're know stupid. Yeah. You, you <laughs> I don't
0: know. Anyway. I mean, dude, look. It's just an entertain Once you like, st- dude, take like the nightclub life and take away the lights, take away the music, and take away and turn the lights on and look at what's going on. It's a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is why you don't find me in fucking nightclubs. Right. Or any successful dude. Right. You know, are you going to find Dan Bulzerian in a nightclub? Sure. But the motherfucker, the, 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 the dude's inherited all his money. He's a playboy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not going to find any real successful dude that built his shit in a fucking nightclub. I'm sorry. Right. He's not going right. to find it.
1: Right. Number 10. Move forward. Do something and believe that you will figure it out.
0: This comes down to this comes down to people analyzing every little thing that they're going to do without doing anything. You know, it's like study 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 never do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's not what entrepreneurship or being the motherfucking CEO of your life or taking responsibility for yourself or your career, whether you own a business or work within a business, that's not what's going to get you there. It doesn't, you don't have to know that much. You just have to be willing to go do things because 99.99% of what you learn is going to be on the job by you messing some shit up, you know? And, so many people try to become these students and you see them on the internet all the time. Like you, like I'll post something and then some fucking dude who's like 17, 18 years old. Like, but Andy, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, motherfucker, go back to your fucking cracker grams. I don't give a fuck what you say. Mm -hmm. You haven't done a goddamn thing your whole fucking life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So don't pick my shit apart because you went and read everybody's fucking programs. Come, come at me when you built your own shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So a lot of talkers out there, not that many fucking doers. You know what I mean? And, you have to understand that <clears throat> doing anything is better than than thinking about doing the best thing, mm-hmm. um, and to- you have to believe that those those acts and those steps forward and those progressions are going to be rewarded and they will be rewarded because guess what's going to happen you're going to figure out how to get down the road mm-hmm. you know you don't just go down the path and there's no obstacles you you get good and you get somewhere by approaching the obstacles you know overcoming them and moving forward and it has nothing to do with your plan you know that's that's the biggest thing that we see i think in entrepreneurship is that um, or like when we talk about being the entrepreneur of your life, is that <clears throat> people get way too wrapped up in the plan. They mm-hmm. think their plan is going to be, you know, let, let's sit down and strategize. Let's have a meeting. Let's uh, let's brainstorm. Let's mm-hmm. think. No, you need to go out and fucking do something. Send an email. Make a phone call. Create a product. Ship a product. You solve a problem. You know what I'm saying? Do something other than talk about doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this whole era of entrepreneurship right now is geared around like these fucking bullshit ideas that are never going to come to fruition. You know, you see this every day. People raising 80, 90, 100 million dollars and then the company never get off the ground. I'm sorry, but if you can't get a company off the ground and you raise 100 million dollars, you're a fucking retard. Period. That's it. I'm sorry if that's insensitive or whatever, but it is what it fucking is. Okay? You're retarded. All right? And that's the bottom line. This is not about thinking, it's not about strategy. It's about fucking producing products, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, and then figuring it the fuck out. That's right. what it's about. But that's too raw for people to get. It's too, it's too much what if for them to accept. Well, I can tell you right now, if you accept what I'm telling you right now, you're gonna be a lot better off than you know Johnny fucking entrepreneur expert over there who mm-hmm. studies Inc Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine and, and plays the fucking part. Right. You get what I'm right. saying?
1: Absolutely. I mean it goes back to people wanting a guarantee. They want they they want to step out. They want to do something, but they use, you know, they overanalyze or they second guess or the question, but really ultimately they want a guarantee. Dude, the only guarantee that you have is that if you do nothing, you're
0: guaranteed to get nothing. Right. That's it. Okay, and so many people think that you know, oh, I got to have this guarantee of X amount of dollars or this much for my time or this or that. That goes back to what I was saying a minute ago about you not being focused on the right shit. You're focused on what's in it for me. Okay? Well, I can tell you what's in it for you. If you don't go out, produce a product, solve a problem, create a solution, uh, <coughs> and ship a product, pack a product, help people, whatever. Okay? If you don't do that, you're going to be broke as fuck your whole life. Mm -hmm. That's the guarantee. Now, if you decide that you want to go out and do that and try things and become great at what you do, you might flounder for 10 years, but eventually guess what's going to happen. You're going to figure it out. And ultimately your value, you may not be a billionaire. You may not become Bill Gates. You may not be a millionaire, but you're going to be more fucking valuable than you were before you did that, Mm -hmm. which is going to create more income, which is going to create a better lifestyle, which is going to create a better life for you and help fulfill your obligation to humanity to being the best that you could fucking be mm mm-hmm.
1: you, you say this all the time, and it's really true, and here's another aspect where it applies. We have so much in this modern digital age that many people in the past don't have, and, and this applies this whole concept of moving forward. Because if you move forward as a company, if you, 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 know, you have your basic plan, you start your website and everything, if you realize you need to tweak... It's as easy as get on your website, change your colors, change your logo, do whatever, but just move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's it's very, but very Vaughn, little. Most the...
0: people won't even take the first step of creating a website mm-hmm. or creating a product or they want to talk about this, this plan, you know, and they get, they get caught up in the question that this whole podcast is two part podcast about. Is what should I do? And instead of like, okay, today I'm going to start a business. What should I do to get money? Instead of, Instead of going out and and deciding, hey, I'm going to cut grass and start this pre-business to fund my business... And then at night, I'm going to study my books and I'm going to read. I'm going to come up with what's going to be my future. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you may not, you might go out and be so good at cutting grass that you become the fucking greatest landscaper in in your area or in your, dude, I got a buddy who makes millions of fucking dollars a year. And I'm talking millions and Tyler, you know him Mm -hmm. too. He's from fucking Louisiana. And dude, this motherfucker, listen, this is a great story. I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know if he wants it out there or not. Mm-hmm. Good friend of mine, good friend of my brothers, good friend of Tyler's. A lot, a lot of our buddies here, first former friends of them. This motherfucker started when Hurricane Katrina came in. He started cutting the grass. At, he went, and did not fucking do anything. Okay, it had nothing to do with nothing. Went out, started cutting the grass at the FEMA trailers for the government. Okay, so he fucking said, "I'll, I'll do this." I went out and did it. He, dude, the guy didn't even own a fucking lawnmower. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut grass. Went out, did such a great job with the FEMA trailers. They hired him to do the other uh, some other properties. Did such a great job with those properties. Now he has every single government fucking grass in the state of Louisiana and makes millions upon millions of dollars a year doing it. Wow. And that was 10 years ago. And this is a dude I know personally. And he's probably the coolest fucking guy you could ever meet.
1: And he paid attention to details. It's like what That's you right. say. He did no, a really he amazing went out, job.
0: He, dude, he didn't plan on becoming... What he is, it's actually a perfect analogy for what I'm doing. He went out and said, I can make this money right now, help support my family, feed my family. He he did it perfectly. It grew into this, it grew into that, and now it's a fucking gigantic company. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, he's got literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of employees. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to say. Most people won't do that. They'll try to come up with this plan, and instead of saying, all right, I'm going to go cut my neighbor's grass or my my, my neighborhood's grass. They they won't. They're too proud to, to start at the bottom, or or do the work that is required. The the ugly, gritty work that really nobody wants to see you doing to get the money to go start the next thing. You see what I'm saying? I absolutely so, see what you're saying, dude. <laughs> Everybody wants to jump right in at like middle management or like fucking they think business is about wearing some fucking tie and a suit, you know, and they Mm want to play the role. Like that's what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. They wanna go to Starbucks with their fucking computer and their and their Starbucks and type some shit on a keyboard and be Mr. Fucking Business. That's not what it takes. What it takes is for you to be willing to do fucking anything to get it started. And that might not be your, your end goal, but you have to go out and create some fucking income so that you can Invest in this other goal. Mm-hmm. And dude, the other thing we see is a lot of people do this. They're like, oh, I'm living this lifestyle, and for me to go out and start my own thing, I'd have to take some steps back. And I'm like, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you should probably fucking get rid of your 3 Series BMW, bro, <laughs> and, your fucking, uh, and your fucking house, and you should probably go eat ramen. That's mm-hmm. what it fucking takes. hmm you know, people are so unwilling to take steps back, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. And I said this on the last version of this, I would go back to sleeping on a piss stained mattress to fucking tomorrow. I wouldn't even think twice about it. I, I, I seriously wouldn't. If that's what it, if that's what it took for me to get to where I want to be, I would do it tomorrow. No questions asked, not even hesitate. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. All this other shit don't mean a thing to me. I want to fucking win, you know, and, and dude, you should want to win too. And if winning means you pulling back and and not keeping up with the Joneses for a few years to blow them the fuck away in 10 years, that's what it fucking takes. And so many people are unwilling to even consider that thought. Well, if I sell my fucking least three series BMW, the people at church are gonna think that I'm broke. (laughs) Let them fucking think you're broke. Who gives a fuck? Right. You know?
2: People just like to impress people that they don't even like, (laughs) it just doesn't make sense. Look, man,
0: all the shit I have, I like because I fucking like. I don't give a fuck what somebody thinks, Right. you know? Right. But there are so many people that, that buy all the shit they can't afford just to show some somebody something.
2: And how many lessons did you learn while sleeping on a piss-stained mattress that got you to I where you are I learned not to keep today? my
0: face. I learned that I drool at night and <laughs> to not drool on the fucking stain because I somehow imagined that the stain would, like, infuse its way in the drool and like get into my mouth mm-hmm. so I tried mm-hmm. not to drool on the piss stain I mean, that's that was really lesson number lesson. one
1: let, let, let me tie what you're saying into my experience actually you just slept on a piss stain mattress too no uh, not exactly but with, with my but does experience does that make sense like yeah, you don't want absolutely. it to like infuse yeah, up yeah, yeah. through you in your mouth you to be very careful how you position your mouth yes. so as not to yeah, right. take in the drool yeah. yeah Yeah. so my experience with the MF CEO project and with you okay people say I, I get a lot of people that say to me man that's a great Exciting thing to be a part of, and they're right. This is like the most exciting thing that's happened in in recent memory for me. Damn right it is. Yes, it is. It really is. And, it, and I mean, all kidding aside, it is. But four it's more years more exciting ago, than two hundred
0: milligrams Viagra, isn't it, Vaughn? <laughs> yeah, you got. Well, I I you, I almost got <laughs> well, you no, know. But listen, four,
1: listen. Four years ago, or three or four years ago. I literally, I, I, for various reasons, I had, I literally had to press the replay button on my life. I mean, yeah. I, I stopped being a pastor. I moved from a place that I loved; it was a supportive community to a brand new, you know, St. Louis. My wife, I'm newly married, don't have kids. well, expecting the first one. And the very first thing that I have to do is, I basically have to start over. Like, I have a whole resume that's literally designed for a completely different career. So, literally, I went through. You know, creating my first LLC, which is a crazy idea called Alley that I won't even get into. That c- crashed and burned, and then I ended up being, a, um, you know, an editor for a startup and didn't make any money off of that. Then I ended up creating an LLC for for writing, and you and I met, and the, just sis boom, The next thing, over the next four years we get to this point place. And what I always tell people is you've got to, not only do you have to move, but you have to embrace the messiness of the evolution of your own life because you're just not, it's not going to happen cleanly and perfectly. You have to be okay with the fact that there's going to be chaos, but, Dude, you, but they're, th- they're, it's kind of an ordered chaos. Here's the
0: thing though. Does that make sense? Yes. And, and I'm going to add to that because here's what happens and what people, people are so afraid to like, make a mistake because they don't want to be embarrassed, right? They don't want to be embarrassed. Well, what's worse, being embarrassed or being broke the, your whole entire life and living the same life that everybody else in your whole entire existence lives? What's worse? Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I would rather be embarrassed 24 hours a day, and I've been embarrassed a trillion fucking times, okay? Dude, you know how many people came to me whenever, when I when I was about 25 years old, you know, I had friends that had graduated college, went off to get real jobs, you know, their real jobs, quote, I'm, I'm holding quotes up, real jobs, right? And they would come to me and they would say things, literally, literally say things to me like, dude, when are you and Chris going to like fucking grow up and get real jobs? You know, or they would come and be like, they, you know, they, they would come and they'd be driving their new fucking Denali, Right, mm-hmm. they're making mm-hmm. seventy grand a year, and they're coming to me saying, "Oh, blah blah blah," you know, we've got a new Denali, we're going on these trips, blah blah blah, dude. I'm I'm fucking making six hundred ninety five dollars a month, right? You know, I I'm looking at it like, man, you know, maybe I should go fucking do that. Maybe mm-hmm. I should go get a real job, you know, and. The funny thing is, those same motherfuckers are now still making the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. They're driving the same fucking car they financed 10 fucking years ago. You know what I mean? Right. And they're asking me for a fucking job okay so I know what it's like to feel embarrassed because that was a regular thing for about seven or eight years of my life when are you going to grow up when are you going to get a real job when you, do you still have that little vitamin shop blah 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 dude I still get people that, that, mm-hmm. that aren't on social media that don't know shit about what we're doing that still say things like hey man you still selling fucking vitamins I'm like yeah bro <laughs> we're selling some fucking vitamins you know what a I mean Lot of fucking vitamins. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And, and the thing is is like you know it's I'm not going to lie. It feels good to shove it right down their fucking throat. And anybody who says it does, they say, oh, Andy, well, you should just be the bigger man. No, motherfucker. They deserve it. Right. That's it. I'm going to rub it in a little bit. And it feels fucking good. I'm not going to lie. So for those of you who are listening to this and you have people, you know, you're trying to build your dream or you're trying to do something, as long as you're doing something, like legitimately doing something, all right? If you don't have a plan, go out and do something you know how to do. Sell lemonade, sell snow cones, sell fucking, uh, you know, cut grass, the things I'm talking about that really anybody can do and figure out how to do until you figure it out because at least you're doing something.
1: Right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Sitting
0: in your fucking basement, reading books of business, that's good. But if you're not doing anything in conjunction with that, that's bad, right? okay? Let's say you have a job. You know, there's a lot of guys in my company that are entry-level employees. D- dude, I tell them, all right, look, you're trying to build a career here. All right, you want to work, you want to do something? Besides, okay, make sure you're reading at night. Make sure you're learning from every experience that you have and make sure you're doing the best job that you can be doing. So if you have a job somewhere else and and let's say it's cooking french fries or whatever, make sure that the french fries you're cooking are the best fucking french fries on earth Mm -hmm. because what you're doing is you're cultivating habits and habits to attention to detail that develop valuable skills for you wherever the fuck you go from here, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Most people discount every little detail of their life until they think this opportunity is gonna happen and they think they're gonna switch on all these qualities that you need to be cultivating at now, at this point in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If Mm -hmm. you are gonna go out and and do the grass cutting like I talk about, make sure you're doing a great job. Put fucking good lines in the grass. Learn how to make the yard look so good that people come out and they say, whoa, dude, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's when, and, and let's say you're not gonna cut grass for your whole life. You're still developing the skill of going the extra mile and creating wow factor. And if you develop that as a habit, you're going to be very successful because most people never, ever develop those things. And right. that's where the value comes from. It comes from you developing habits out of mm-hmm. every situation. Absolutely. makes
1: sense? Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I would say is that in, as you're in the process of figuring out what you're going to do, there are going to be the haters who who just say, well, wait. Six months ago, weren't you doing this, and now you're doing this, and you say, "Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what works for me." Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, people aren't bouncing around because they just don't want to do anything that's hard and they don't have any follow through. But there will be a point in your life where, you, literally, every three or four months, you might be doing something different. But as long as you're moving forward and you're and you're figuring it out, just don't don't let the people who are look, saying, dude, you have oh, to man, remember you're, you're doing all look, these different things. Vaughn, you
0: have to remember. You know what I'm saying? Yes, hundred percent. You have to remember. People are not. Our system in the United States does not cultivate the principles that we're talking about. They are not encouraging of the idea of being responsible for yourself or being the motherfucking CEO of you and going at life with 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 swagger and with fucking confidence and an attitude. They're not they don't want that. You know why? Because the government and most businesses, the reason that people go to college isn't to learn, it's to certify that you can follow fucking directions. Okay? Your little fucking degree that says, "Oh, unless you're a fucking brain surgeon or some kind of specialized you know, you know, your fucking liberal arts degree doesn't mean a goddamn thing, I'm sorry. Your fucking business degree in marketing doesn't mean a fucking thing. You know what it means? It means you went to class, you passed the courses, you passed the tests, and you could follow directions. And that's why companies use this piece of paper as the entry point of certification to come work for you. All right, this guy got his four-year degree, so he can obviously follow directions. We could put him in this role. They... Our society is in the business of creating cogs. Our society is in the business of creating worker bees. It's not in the business of waking people the fuck up and showing people what's possible with a little bit of ingenuity, a little bit of hard work, and a little bit of sweat and blood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they they sell people on the idea of, hey, do a good job, man, and one day you'll make 65000 That's pretty good fucking living. Right. Ask anybody who makes $65,000 a year if they feel like it's a good living. You you see what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't... It just doesn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. I've made that much money. Mm -hmm. I know what it feels Mm like. Mm -hmm. You know? And people are cultivated to think this their whole life. So whenever you run up against the average person and you're trying to do your own thing and you're taking steps back in your life to take 10 giant steps forward later, guess what? They're going to think you're fucking crazy because they've already bought into this whole other mentality. A hundred percent. They've made every decision that their life is about based upon what I just said and they've they've lived their life, you know, go to school, go to college, get married, have fit five kids, and then get chained into some fucking debt and have to go to work every single day and be a slave of society. Mm. That's what fucking society is. Okay? And you listening right now, the last three minutes or two minutes of what I'm talking about is the most valuable thing you'll ever get out of this fucking podcast. Now I'm not saying you have to go fucking work. And own your own company, but I'm saying you at least need to have the awareness to work for a company where you have upward mobility, uh, the ability to, to, to produce and be a part of something and make a career for yourself, okay? And you do that by the things that we talked about this whole two-part podcast. People are going to always think you're fucking crazy, all right? And, and if they've lived that life, if they're the person who lives by the list, what I just said... They've already made those decisions, so you have to understand, for them to think you're not crazy would mean for them to go back and have to admit that their decisions were wrong, which nobody fucking is good at. It takes a big man to admit they made some wrong decisions in life. I've made lots of them, but you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to go back and say, oh, well, I wish I wouldn't have got married at 24, and I wish I wouldn't have had those two kids, and I wish Nobody's going to admit that shit, but yet all you hear them do is complain about their wife, complain about how how fucking hard it is to be a parent, and how much money they don't have. But they made all the right decisions.
1: Right. Right. Which
0: one is it? You see what I'm saying? Right. There has to be humility right. in order to grow So, dude, yeah. you know, admitting that you would have done things different is a good starting spot to making things different down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people are going to hear this, especially that has family, and they're going to be like, you don't know what it's like to have a family. You motherfucker, that's because I thought ahead because I didn't want a fucking family
1: right. yet. Right. And
0: for any other reason, right. I planned my shit. Right. You know?
1: No, I, I mean, I just attack on to what you're saying, and I completely un- agree. I mean, I'm someone who I went to a very private, uh, or excuse me, a very expensive private liberal arts college. I had a great experience. I have two master's degree. I believe in education. In liberal arts. Uh, no, I well, I went to a liberal arts degree. Oh, uh, so when I said that about the degree, day. no, no, no. But my uh-huh. my point is, is that I don't, I don't. No, my degree is in speech communications, and then my masters, I have one in writing and one in and one in theology because, of course, I was a pastor. Well, but that's the a point good. Is, here's an
0: example, though. Move on. You're using the skills of your degree. Right. But I'm not requiring them from you. Right. Right. You've forged your own path to use those skills. Right.
1: And the reason, the, the, what I want to say in, in support of what you're saying is that, Those degrees, they helped me gain knowledge. But at the end of the day, really, the the truth is, I probably could have uh, self-directed because I'm the kind of person that I can self-teach. And if you're looking at college degrees or or formal education as a validation that it's going to just automatically translate into success, you are completely screwed in the head. Not only that, statistics show otherwise. Right. Scientific
0: statistics will show you that that's not the truth. Right.
2: And being a college student, how many times do you just memorize what's on the test and then forget it
0: two weeks later? Right. Yeah, because you're not it's, actually not about, retaining. it's not about learning. It's yeah. about following Craming directions.
2: And it's cramming information. It's no, just you don't take it dude, in. It's you not about learn learning. Anything. It's
0: about how can you follow directions? And if you could follow directions, mm-hmm. I could teach you how to work within this, this, uh, this fucking system. That's all it's about. Right. Unless right. you're a doctor or you know, a surgeon or you're talking about guys who are specialized, you know, lawyers, things like that. But like you're talking, like people who just go to get a four year degree, so they say they have a degree,
1: right? It's worthless. Well, I would say the vast majority of people. What you're saying, the vast majority of people who go to college do so because they think that's That's what you're supposed to do, regardless of the debt they're going to come out with. Right. And we're we're
0: getting ahead of of ourselves on something. But the point is, is that, you know, whether you have already gone down this road or not, and you want to change it. Don't fucking overanalyze it. Go out, take some steps back, humble yourselves and fucking start from there and do something.
1: Right. Absolutely. Okay. So final, final point, which is just when you're doing all this, have the right expectations about life. (laughs) Dude,
0: this is a great point to to hammer home at the end. All Mm -hmm. right. Life is fucking hard. Okay? Life is going to punch you in the face. Life is going to kick you in the nuts. It's going to sodomize you. It's going to rape you. It's going to kick you in the face till you fucking can't breathe. It's going to beat the living shit out of you. That's what life's going to do to you. Okay? Being successful and and by the way, that kind of struggle doesn't mean you're on the wrong fucking path. You know, not loving every minute of your life doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. Everybody, you know, we call we're all called to struggle. And overcome and achieve things in our lives. And just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. It probably means that you're on the right fucking path. Because if you're there's two different kinds of struggle, right? There's there's the passive struggle. The passive struggle is I you know took what life gave me, life's not giving me enough and I'm struggling with it. That's the wrong kind of struggle. All right. I took the easy route, I took the easy route, I took the easy right, now now I'm struggling. Wrong kind of struggle. The right kind of struggle is I'm hustling. I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying very hard to improve myself, improve my skills. I'm making active dedication to that lifestyle, and I'm struggling. That's the right kind of struggle. And everybody who's been successful goes through that. It's brutal. It's mean. It's tough. It's unpleasant. It sucks. I don't know how else to say it. It's just not a fucking fun thing. But how many things are worthwhile in your life are worth anything that didn't require some sort of price to be paid. It's just a law of the universe, okay? You can't be successful. You can't be uh, a champion, whether it's sports, business, uh, whatever it is, without going through that process of struggling. And so many people want to skip that process. So they try to make these shortcuts. They try to make these uh, workarounds to the struggle. And those are the people that never get anywhere because they're not willing just to go into fucking battle, take your lumps, get your ass kicked, build character, build intelligence, have experience, and move forward. You guys have to understand that's where the fucking skills come from. The skills come from that time. You know, my first 10, 12 years in business, it was brutal, dude. Brutal. Like, brutal. Like, like so brutal, I don't even know, like, I don't even think I could do it again. I really don't. It was fucking brutal. And, <clears throat> you know, people just aren't willing to go through that, man. They think that because things are hard that they're doing something wrong. You know, it, success isn't about instant gratification. It's not about easy. It's a, it, And that's what I try to tell, you know, a lot of people give me shit because everything I'm trying to say is always worked around the struggle or the hard work. You know why? Because the success industry tells everybody and sells everybody on the idea that you could skip that. And you just fucking can't. It's just not possible, all right? All these guys who claim, oh, I got rich in one year, buy my program, uh, do this and it's easy ways of success, blah, blah, blah. Dude, (laughs) they're selling you on the idea that you're trying to 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 skip like 99.99% of the other people in this world trying to skip the fucking work. You can't skip the work. It's just not, there's just no way. It just, it just doesn't work like that. You don't get, you don't get the cake without mixing the ingredients. You don't get the cake without fucking putting in the oven, you know? And, and, it's it's sad. It's dude. It frustrates me. You and I have talked about this a million times. How frustrating it is to be even in this industry of success, motivation, uh, business, entrepreneurship, when ninety eight percent of the other people doing it are just selling people on this fucking dream that doesn't right. exist.
1: Right. You know? And what you're saying is not just, not just your opinion. There is actually uh, quite a few social psychological studies that show that there is a, there's a relationship between the ease of acquisition of like a particular talent or something and the longevity and development of that talent. In other words, if you pick up, let's say you pick up pitching a, pitching a softball and it's super easy to you. Right, right from the get go. There's, there's evidence that you're not going to develop and persevere over the long term as much as the guy who picks it up and struggles a little bit, has to put (laughs) in the time and then, and then let's use a real world example that
0: we're all familiar with. How about the cool guy in high school or the cool girl in high school? Yeah. All right. The the people who peak in high school and think they got the whole world by the balls. where every person that was cool in high school that I know is a fucking loser now. Every girl that was hot in high school is fucking disgusting now. You know why? Because that girl didn't have to develop the habits of eating right, working out, taking care of herself, because she was young enough to just be cute and be pretty when she was 18 with no fucking work. But where are the girls that were average then that had to work to be hot? Mm -hmm. They're still fucking hot. Mm -hmm. They're the hottest ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're going to continue to be the hottest ones because they're working. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that's a perfect example. And, And.
0: it's the same thing with guys, the guys who had to struggle to like fit in and be this and that, you know what they learned? They learn how to fucking sell themselves. Okay. And when you learn how to sell yourselves and you become great at selling yourself, guess what? You fucking sell anything, which is a very valuable skill, you know? So I, there's so many real world examples of what you just said, but you know, th- at the end of the day, man, life is fucking hard. It's going to punch you in the fucking face. It's going to beat the shit out of you, you know, in every way possible. And it's going to feel like everything's stacked against you. It's going to feel like God hates you. It's going to feel like the universe hates you. But that still doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You know, if you're actively trying to improve, if you're actively doing things to improve. If you're taking real action towards a better life, that's just part of the process. Now, if you feel that way and you're going home and sitting on a fucking bar stool at four o'clock every day, drinking beer and bitching, well, guess what? <laughs> That's the wrong kind of struggle and you're going to continue to struggle. But there's two kinds of struggle. You follow what I'm saying? It's there's there's the right kind and the wrong kind. And the right kind is going to mold you, it's going to it's going to it's going to create you, it's going to give you the lessons, it's going to give you the skills, it's going to give you the ability to persevere, you know, iron sharpens iron type of thing. And the the wrong kind of struggle is going to ruin you. It's going to take you down the hole to a hundred pounds overweight, alcoholic, average life broke. And you know, thinking that the world fucked you over. So you have to be able to be aware enough to identify those two kinds of struggle. Everybody's struggling. Everybody's struggling. You're struggling. I'm struggling. Tyler's struggling. Everybody's fucking struggling. We're just all struggling in different ways. So which way do you want to struggle? My struggle Has never ever been the wrong kind of struggle. It just never has been. I'm I'm struggling with the right kind of shit every day, and that's a fucking good thing. You know what I mean? So, understanding the difference between the two is a big part of getting ahead because everybody's struggling. And like, just because you may be looking at me and seeing my life and think, "Oh, I'm not struggling, motherfucker," you don't know my goals. You don't know what I'm trying to do. You don't know what my end game is, and you don't know what I'm trying to build. You know, you look at me and say, oh, he's driving a fucking Lamborghini. He's driving a Rolls. He's living in this kind of house, blah, 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 traveling all over. He doesn't seem like he's struggling. Well, maybe, maybe where I'm at is your end goal, but it's not fucking mine. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you don't ever know what somebody's struggle is. And you have to make sure that your struggle is going to be the right kind. Does that make
1: sense? Absolutely makes sense. Yeah, guys, three things. One, as I told you before, we have some exciting things coming up. I'm not going to go into detail, but it's really important, and we will not take advantage of this. It's really important that you go to the website, you sign up to get notifications from our podcast because we've got some really cool projects coming up. We want everybody to know about it. So basically, just go to the landing page, the the main page. You'll see on the right-hand side, it'll be sign up for uh, for podcast notifications. Put your email in. We will ne- not take advantage of it. Heck, we, we don't even necessarily send out an email for every single one of our episodes. So we're not going to... Well, whose fault is that, Vaughn? Yeah, I know, but... That's by that's by design. So, secondly, number uh, sure it is. No, it is. Listen to this guy. Hey, listen, I I didn't get where I am on (laughs) accident. Secondly, check out our uh, episode. website page. I can't talk right now, but it's themfceo.com forward slash P76 will be this episode. We'll have some show notes up soon. Also, usually if Andy mentions a book like he did last time, we put a link to uh, whatever book he mentioned and any other resources that we think could help you out. Then finally, just you know, a lot of you guys have reached out, connect on social media. If you're new to the podcast, Andy's uh, social media contacts are at Andy Frisella, A-N-D-Y-F-R-I-S-E-L-L-A. Tyler is at my tyler m-i-a underscore t-y-l-e-r and i'm at von kohler v-a-u-g-h-n k-o-h-l-e-r and you can google kelsey's whichever kelsey google I don't, I don't know maybe don't google kelsey yeah don't she's our intern yeah
0: google google her and then hit images I'm just saying
2: <laughs> you're not gonna find anything interesting <laughs> all right look
0: guys um i just want to close out real quick with, with asking something of you you know we've given uh a lot of information, a lot of valuable information uh, for free. Um, I would ask that you would please uh, leave us a review on whatever platform that you're listening on, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And if you would please also, dude, if you're, if you're getting value out of this podcast, if you're getting value out of this information, introduce a friend to it. All right? That's all we ask. We're, we're, we're working to grow. We're working to make a difference. We're working to change some fundamental fuck-ups in society by giving this information away for free, and the only way that we could spread it is by your word of mouth. So guys, if you like what we're doing, if you're a fan of what we do, I would really appreciate a share. Love you guys so much, and we'll see you next time.